Greetings Stationeers and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Station Jukebox. This episode is going out to all listeners. If you'd like to hear the previous Jukebox episodes, they're available to Patreon subscribers for just one English pound per month. Go to patreon.com slash Podcast to find out more. In this episode, I will be breaking the format a little. Usually in these episodes, I like to focus on a track or two, which you may not have heard, taken from my personal collection of vinyl. However, in this one, I'm going to be talking about a soundtrack album for a film you may not have heard of, which features an exclusive mix of a Phil Collins track. Intrigued? Well, listen on, and you'll get to hear it in full at the very end. If you're listening to this, you'll know that Phil Collins' music was used on many soundtracks during the 1980s. Aside from the obvious Against All Odds, Separate Lives and of course A Groovy Kind of Love, the music of Phil and Genesis was used in TV and movies fairly extensively. You only need to think of Miami Vice to realise that it really was everywhere. But there's one film which sank into obscurity that you may not have heard of. That film was called Playing for Keeps. This was a film released in 1986, not to be confused with the 2012 film of the same name. And it was the first film to feature Marissa Tomei in a lead role. You may remember Marissa Tomei from her recent performance in the Spider-Man movies as Aunt May. The story is a fairly typical teen comedy, with the three lead characters inheriting a rundown hotel which they hope to turn into a rock and roll venue. Typically an evil corporation's willing to buy the hotel in order to turn it into a chemical dump. But our boys are having none of it and decide to raise money for its renovation. Now, I haven't actually been able to track down a copy of the film as it was only released on VHS and then on Region 1 DVD. But no doubt our plucky heroes managed to fight off the bad guys and open their venue with a star-studded concert and dancing in the streets. You'd be forgiven, I think having missed it. However, despite its poor critical reception and generic sounding plot, this film has one potential saving grace. Its soundtrack. Somehow, the producers of the film managed to rope in some big names to contribute. The album opens up with Pete Townsend's Life to Life. a single and it reached number 39 in the Billboard mainstream rock chart, so you may have heard it. Manfred Mann's Earth Band vocalist, Chris Thompson, contributed It's Not Over, which became a top 10 hit in 1987 for Starship. There's no giving up. 
rounding out the opening trio of superstars is Peter Frampton with the song Distant Drums. Now, if you only picked up the soundtrack album, you'd be forgiven for thinking that the film was going to be a huge hit based on the number of big names. Following the opening, we then get a few lesser-known artists. Eugene Wilde's next. He had a couple of hits in the 80s and became a songwriter for Britney Spears later on in his career. Here, he brings us It's Getting Hot. Musical star Hinton Battle presents us with Think We're Gonna Make It. Hinton is perhaps best known as the first actor to play the Scarecrow in the stage musical of The Wiz, a role that went to Michael Jackson in the movie version. He also played Cat in the first American pilot of sitcom Red Dwarf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Now, if you're following the running order, we're skipping over the next track because that's the one we're here for. So instead, we'll listen to Here to Stay by girl band Sister Sledge. You may have heard of Sister Sledge. They had a number of hits in the 1980s, many of them rightly regarded as pop classics. But this track is little more than generic filler. Another big name with Duran Duran spin off Arcadia and the electro pop of Say the Word. Now, Arcadia were only around for a short time and recorded just one album. The song wasn't included on the original 1985 release of So Red the Rose, their debut, but it was featured on the 2010 three disc reissue. It was also released as a single. For me, this is the best track on the album probably because it doesn't feel like it was specifically written to fit into that teen comedy remit. Have a quick clip. penultimate track on the album, which at first sounds like it might be John Anderson. However, it's someone called Joe Cruz singing Make a Wish. Now this one sounds exactly like the theme tune to a TV sitcom or kids comedy show like Saved by the Bell. And it's actually quite a fun little track, but it doesn't fit in with the rest of the album at all.
And then the soundtrack is rounded out by another big name covering a big song. Julian Lennon sings a live version of Stand By Me. It's mostly acoustic and he performs it quite well, but it's hard to imagine where it fit into the film. I suppose there could be a scene with a live band performing at the climax of the action. It's not my favourite version of this song, far from it in fact, but if the object is to get big names in to promote the film, then I suppose it serves its purpose. Now before I get into the film track, my thoughts on the album as a whole. For me, it's trying too hard to be an iconic 80s soundtrack. If you were to put together a compilation of rare tracks for an imaginary film, you might hit upon these artists or these songs, but for the most part, they just aren't good enough or memorable enough to be anything other than songs from movies. Nothing on here screams hit single in the way Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now by Starship or Footloose by Kenny Loggins did. Much like the critical reviews of the film itself at the time said, it's low-budget, innocuous. Now, it took me a while to track this album down. It's never been reissued on any format and isn't available on any streaming services. In the end, I got hold of a cassette copy from eBay and converted it to MP3, hence the less-than-perfect quality. I mean, it's not bad for a 35-year-old tape, though. But we come to the track you've all been waiting for. Thanks for sticking around. This is a rare Phil Collins song. Well, don't be disappointed when I say it's not a new song. It's a remixed version of We Said Hello Goodbye, which Gary and I reviewed as part of the No Jacket Required podcast. This version isn't radically different. It's not like the 12-inch mixers that were released around the same sort of time. It removes the piano introduction for starters, but then it stays pretty much the same for the first half, albeit with what sounds like louder remixed drums and some guitar stings either added or raised up in the mix. It's not until about two and a half minutes in where it suddenly takes a turn and becomes much more intense. Phil's vocals are changed around a bit and the track gains a bit of an 80s pop rock kick until it ends pretty much the same way as the original. So, without further ado, here it is. We said hello goodbye, the playing for keeps mix.
So there we are, a full track you've probably never heard before. I actually prefer the original version. That version, to me, seemed a bit unnecessary. I think they could have cut off the piano introduction and used the exact same version for the soundtrack and it wouldn't have made any difference. Seems really pointless remix. But what did you think? Was it worth my while tracking it down? Let me know by sending an email to revelationstationpodcast at gmail.com or you could find us on Facebook. 
We're also on Patreon, as I mentioned at the top of the episode. And so far, patrons have received seven exclusive bonus episodes with more to come. Thanks for listening and join us soon for our next episode. <laughs>